Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hey there, fabulous teachers. How are you today? I am doing great. Just wish the sun was shining, but it is still a wonderful day and I'm happy to be here with you. So this is part two of mini lessons and I feel like there's going to have to be a part three. So for part two today, um, I wanted to start by just kind of talking a little bit about why I think this mini lesson structure and really having it kind of under your belt is so important um, as a just kind of a follow up to the part one. And then we're actually going to go through a mini lesson today. And it's going to require some active engagement. You're going to need to push pause at one point. Um, And then we'll just kind of finish up with some more information about what a couple of different components of the mini lesson can really look like, what your options might be for that. So when I have thought about the mini lesson as I've been working with teachers. And, you know, when you first start workshop, there's a lot of things to think about. And so sometimes I've thought, do I really need to worry about or harp on, for lack of a better word, how the mini lesson is taught um, in, you know, just in regards to are they using all of the structures and are they using the language of the mini lesson, which I will kind of talk about more, I think, in part three. And what I have come to learn is Yes, we do need to harp on it because as I said, I think in in episode, in the part one episode, this structure helps the students and the teachers because when the teacher is used to planning it in a certain way and you know the different portions that you're doing and you know the language that's going to go along with each portion or component of the mini lesson, you are going to be able to flow through it so much more smoothly. And you're going to make sure that everything is matching up the way it needs to. And as I said before, the you know link is the teaching point. The connection brings you to the teaching point. The teach is going to help you demonstrate the teaching point. And the active engagement is specifically, um, is allowing the students specific practice for the teaching point. And then it also just really helps the students because they get so used to this structure. They know how it's going to go. They know when it's their turn to listen. They know when it's their turn to um, pay attention, (laughs) should be the whole time. They know when it's their turn to actually try something in practice. And they listen not only because of the structure, but because of the language that they hear. It's helpful for English language learners. um, And it's helpful even to them, okay, we're almost done. You know, it just, it increases their engagement because of the consistency. And not only that, but the structures that are in place are helpful in teaching the students. It has that gradual release of responsibility, and it is highly effective. And over the past year, I've been working with one particular um, set of teachers, and everyone has their own strengths. And everyone has different components of workshop or things that they've tried that they are more um you know, into or just feel more comfortable with or have tried a little bit more. And that's going to be continually true for teachers 
who are trying anything new, you know, in their practice. But even teachers who have strengths in so many other areas, if they are not really following the structure of the mini lesson, you do see a difference in the way things are going for the class overall and the way things go for them in the mini lesson. I have seen teachers who, you know, are great instructors and they really can engage their students, but you can just tell when they're missing a part of the components of one of the components of the mini lesson, their mini lesson just doesn't go as effectively. It's, it just, it can fall flat or it cannot give them the practice that they need before they move on to independent writing time. I recently observed a teacher and she had had a really difficult year for a number of reasons, really being able to get writing implemented, um, writing workshop implemented. And so it's taken her a little while to get into habits um, and to really just have the time to have the flow of getting, you know, getting this going. But she really did hone in on the components of the mini lesson. And it was just a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, I love to watch Rainy Time anyway, but her mini lesson was just perfect. It it was so smooth and quick and engaging and had all the practice that the students need. And I could just tell that she was comfortable because of her knowledge of the structure, the components, and the language that she was using in the mini lesson. So I no longer am going to doubt that the mini lesson is one of the first things that you really want to learn and get a hold of. Not that it has to be perfect, um, but that you do want to be working on that. So hopefully I will be able to help you um, getting your mini lesson just right for you and for your students. Okay, so now I'm going to go ahead and go through an actual mini lesson that is directed toward you, my listener. Um, And so I was thinking about how this would need to go. So I am going to do some think alouds. If you hear me say think aloud, I'm going to be explaining something. So that is not a part of the mini lesson, okay? But for the rest of it, I'm just going to go through it as it would be a mini lesson. And the only other thing I want you to think about is that this should, of course, be visual. So I would be probably creating an anchor chart during the teach part of the mini lesson. Um, But I'm going to kind of do this mini lesson explaining how I'm creating this mini lesson for you. So hopefully it won't be too confusing, but I think it should work out pretty well. Let me know um, and let me know in some comments how you think it went. Okay, so. Here we go. My first think aloud here that I'm starting with the connection. Teachers, in the last mini lesson episode, I talked about the importance of mini lessons as well as their components. But I bet you're wondering, how do I actually create each component of the mini lesson? Think aloud. Here's the teaching point. Today, I'm going to teach you how to plan each component of a mini lesson so that your writers will understand and be able to effectively practice the teaching point think aloud. Here's the teach. Let me show you what I mean. The first thing I'm going to do when I'm planning a mini lesson is to choose a teaching point. And we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go through how to do that. 
And when I know I have my teaching point, then I know I also have my link. So for example, in today's mini lesson, my teaching point was today I'm going to teach you how to plan each component of a mini lesson so that your writers will understand and be able to effectively practice the teaching point. So if that's my teaching point, I would say that again. Well, today we learned that. I would say the whole thing again and then say, I would invite you to try this strategy as you plan your mini lessons in the future. Okay, so now I have a teaching point and a link. Well, then I want to consider how will I best connect my writers to the teaching point? How many, how do I want to get them ready for it? So today what I decided is that I wanted to remind you of what we already know about mini lessons and then kind of grab your interest with what I think you might be thinking and what you might want to learn. And then that brings me right to the teaching point. After that, I want to then consider how to best model or demonstrate the strategy. So the strategy, again, is planning each component of a mini lesson. So I decided that I would walk through the steps. And I would probably also want to create an anchor chart showing each of the components and how it is that I planned. Okay, so now I've done, I already have, I have the teaching point, And then I went through how I would do the connection and what my teach would be. So that would be walking through the steps, creating an anchor chart. Then I would consider ways for the students or writers to practice the strategy. And this could be either as a whole group or with partners or individually. So I'm thinking today, if I am trying to teach my writers how to plan and I'm walking through the steps, then I probably want them to try to walk through the steps of planning as well. And I think the best way to do that would be to provide a teaching point and then have them create the other three components. So that's what I will be doing today. Okay, so now I have all my parts planned and I would be ready to implement my mini lesson. Okay, think aloud. Here's the active engagement. Now it's your turn to try. I'm going to give you a teaching point and then you are going to come up with the connection, how you would do the teach and the active engagement. And we'll kind of do that step by step. All right, so here's the teaching point. Writers revise by changing any words that are repeated into synonyms in order to make their writing more interesting. Okay, teachers, so here's what you're going to be practicing. You're trying to teach them how to revise in order to change repeated words, okay, or revision strategy. So I want you to stop and think for a minute, what might be your connection? So just imagine how you might get students to that, to that teaching point. So go ahead and pause the podcast right now, and I want you to think of what you would do. Okay, so I might invite you to turn and talk to a partner or to share with me. And I would think maybe I would hear something like, um, we have been doing a lot of drafting, drafting, drafting. And I've noticed that sometimes we have a lot of words we repeat. And maybe it would be like said or fun or something like that. So I'm really thinking that our writers are going to be a little bored with that. And I want to show you how you can help. Okay, so that might be one way to connect your students to the to the teaching point. Okay, so now we want to practice or consider what would be your demonstration or your teach after your teaching point. How are you going to show your students how to revise um, for repeated words and then change them? So go ahead and pause again. I want you to consider what you would do. Okay, so remember in the teach, we're going to be modeling or demonstrating in some way. So um, one option might be, or one thing I heard you all say, um, would be to use your modeled writing piece and go through and show how you would do this and walk them through each of the steps. 
Um, you also could have a student piece that you're doing the same thing for. So you just go through, you find the repeated words, you know, see what stands out. You would show them that, you know, that you notice them and try to consider words that would work in Kate instead. Okay, so then the last part I want you to consider is how you would have them actively engage to practice this. So I want you to stop the podcast again, think for a minute, what could be something you could have the students do, whether it would be whole group um, or partners or on their own to be able to practice the strategy. Okay, so now that you have unpaused, and I hope you really did pause. I hope you really are actively engaging in this mini lesson. Um, so what I heard you say, or what I could read your mind, um, what I heard you say is that I'm going to go through my modeled piece again as a whole group, and I have students try to find the repeated words and turn and talk to their partner to share. Then they're going to also think of a word to replace it and turn and talk to their partner. I also heard someone else say that um, they would have the students look in their own writing and try to find a repeated word and consider something to change it to and then turn and talk to their partner. Okay, so think aloud. Here's my link. Teachers, today we learned how to plan each component of a mini lesson so that your writers will understand and be able to effectively practice the teaching point. I really hope that you will consider this strategy when you go and plan your mini lessons in the future. Okay, we did it. Good job, guys. I think that went pretty well. I would love to hear what you think. So now that we've been through the mini lesson where I'm teaching you how to do a mini lesson, I feel like I kind of did two things at once. You heard the way I went through and did it, um, but then you also got a chance to kind of practice it a little bit. So hopefully that what is that was excuse me valuable for you. Um, so what I also wanted to talk about today was this, um, especially this active engagement portion, um, but I guess we should also do the teach as well. So we mentioned a few different things, especially when I just kind of shared out what I believe you all would be saying during the active engagement part about the teach and how there are multiple ways to do this. The one thing that I didn't mention was mentor text because in this particular strategy, it wouldn't be in that teaching point I shared with you about revising, it wouldn't really work. It would have to be in a, um, in an actual writing piece to be able to do that. But mentor text can also be used. So if you're talking about um, like writers using figurative language, of course you can go in and show it in a mentor text and then you could also try it out in your own writing. So there's a lot of ways that the teach, um, that in the teach you can demonstrate. So it could be just orally that you're going through your thinking or your planning. Um, it could be you have a modeled piece that you're all gonna go back to or that you write in front of them. Um, you could have a student piece that you look at as well. Um, so it's just anything that's going to show them or demonstrate to them what it is that you are teaching them. Okay, so in the active engagement, again, there's a quite a few different ways you can make this happen. Sometimes, again, if it's just like generating an idea or planning it out, it might be just orally sharing. So they could just talk to a partner about something. Um, they could think and then share with you. But sometimes if it's something you actually want them to try writing wise, you could do that with your model piece where everyone is kind of working together or with a partner to try something with you. So it's a little bit more support, but then it could also just be something they try on their own, whether they're looking at their own writing or looking at your writing, but you say, okay, I want you to try, go ahead. And they think a little bit, maybe they write something down on a whiteboard. Maybe they try something in their own writing. Maybe they just turn and talk to share with a partner, and then you kind of wrap it up and bring it together to discuss. 
So, um, and then again, the link is just your teaching point. So I don't think we have to go through that, but these are, you know, these components are just so important and they all have such a purpose and, and an important purpose. So I hope this was really helpful. I think in part three, we're going to talk a little bit more about the language of the mini lesson, why that's important, as well as some of the tips that I think can be very, very helpful. So again, if there's something else that you would like to hear about mini lessons or anything else, please give me a shout. Let me know. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Email me. Um, put a comment on the episode and let me know. And um, I just, you know, I think your mini lesson tomorrow is going to be fantastic. Thanks. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen, to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to, to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K-8, through and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.